Good day guys, Coach here. Hey, I had a thought I wanted to share before we start. I want to express to everyone, and I really believe in this, you know, that uh, together, together, 2021 will be a much better year without all the confusion and panic and anxiety that 2020 brought with it. I think we will all fare far better. Anyway, Happy New Year, everybody. Glad you are here with me today. This week, I wanted to introduce those folks who are new homeowners or old homeowners who want to expand their landscaping skill set, or even uh, those maintenance professionals out there uh, who want to think more towards actual installation part of the business. You know, many of us decide that we are going to commit to a new yard or new landscape project as part of a New Year's resolution. This will be the year, we say, at about 12.10 a.m. on January 1st. You know what? This video will focus on the very basics of those landscape projects, those DIY landscape projects. It is not going to be a real in-depth video as many times folks get lost in an overwhelming amount of information in a short period of time. I mean, honestly, if we take this further out than 20 or 30 minutes, it's just a lot to digest. At least that is how I feel about when we talk about computers and techno stuff and stuff that my wife understands completely. I just get lost when a knowledgeable techno person on YouTube or anywhere else, podcasts, etc., starts to explain a lot in a short time and my head just goes kaboom. You ever felt that way about a topic? Besides, I have something for you at the end of the video that might help even more regarding this week's topic and kind of bring it all together a little bit. And what's really about, really, really nice about, you know, the podcast or uh, my YouTube channel is that you can sit and listen to it or watch it over and over and really get to absorb it quite a bit. Here come the basics of where to start, what to do, what to look for, and how to seek and gain info so you get your project off to the right start and just as importantly, if not more importantly, finish that project with professional results. I am so glad you are here with me on this New Year's weekend. So maestro, if you please. Hey, I'm Matt and you can call me coach. Every week I bring to you landscape tips and tricks and design concepts in a hopefully very easy to understand format so you can tackle projects yourself, get the professional results you want, be a heck of a lot more self-reliant in this day and age and save a lot of money in the process. After a 20 plus year career as a successful self-employed landscape designer and contractor, uh, college educated in ornamental horticulture and a retail nursery manager, I think I really bring with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I want to share with you, the modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. So I've been doing this landscape design and contracting thing for quite a few years now. Now I've been looking at and commenting on uh, social media like Reddit and Facebook uh, regarding landscaping and gardening and lawn care that people's questions are thrown out there. I read a lot about folks who are looking for guidance and relying on feedback and opinions of others, you know, to kind of 
set them on a project path. All of this, I think, is a good thing. It's not created in my generation, but I am being drug into it kicking and screaming and really starting to learn it now. I really think it kind of allows a person who maybe uh, has one concept or another in their head or some trepidation about what they're considering doing and they throw it out there to share that concept with other minds. Those other minds bring to bear other avenues of thought and ideas. It is kind of a, I don't know, kind of like a public validation, if you would, of their idea. Or if their idea isn't too sound, and I've seen this quite a few times, uh, in some cases a, a serious scorning and reprimand and correction of direction towards the original poster. Here today, I want to give you guys a little insight on five W's and an H of landscaping and how to approach a project starting with these little acronyms. Yes, I know those acronyms apply elsewhere as well, like English. English and writing and that kind of stuff, but you will find that it's also very appropriate here. The real basics can allow you to feel comfortable in doing a project, you know, that, that knowledge is power kind of thing. Those five W's and an H, if you've never heard of that, you know, is a who, what, where, when, and why, plus the H is a how. So let's look at those. The who is you, plain and simple. The who is you and anybody you bring into your inner circle of the project. That can be family, neighbors, friends, professional consultants, other contractors to do a portion of a project. That is the who that is gonna be involved. Need to be able to answer that and answer it straight away. The what is going to refer to what you are planning to accomplish, what goal is being set, what is going to be needed, what ideas have you considered. That's the what. The where is an obvious one. It's the location of the project. Is this uh, your backyard, your front yard, a side yard, a sub part of your backyard, like a, a raised veggie garden project or whatever? Maybe it's a vacation home, or maybe it's a family member's home that is in need of help and you're gonna be doing that. The when will refer to the time of year or the time of week if it's a real small project or something after work that you're doing one uh, summer evening. Maybe it's gonna be done on a two week vacation. You're gonna slam it all out. Or maybe it's a real dinky project and you're gonna do it after the big game that you plan on watching. The why refers to the purpose or the reason this project is being considered. Is it to improve the outdoor livability, improve property value, resale appeal? Uh, maybe it's gonna be more pet friendly or kid friendly, or maybe you're doing it to lower the maintenance of all the yard chores every week by maybe getting rid of the lawn and going into more of a, a lawnless landscape type of look. Finally, the how. Although I'm geared as a DIYer for obvious reasons, there are still those of us who have no desire to ever accomplish projects like this on their own. They wouldn't even think of it. But for those who are, you and I, is this project going to require simple tools like shovels, rakes, and a pick, or maybe hammer and a nail, or maybe some smaller power tools like an electric jackhammer or a sod cutter, or the project calls for larger, and I do mean larger power equipment like uh, skid steer bobcats or a dump truck or a front loader or a big garbage dumpster, you know, because you've got a big project in mind. Well, guys, you know something? Answering these simple little questions that I just listed, I'm telling you, is 50% of the battle 
and where a lot of folks get lost. They get lost up and tangled up in all the minutia of their thoughts instead of breaking it down into something simple and actually writing a plan out. If you can write out the answers to these simple questions, then move to the next phase, you are well on your way to accomplishing a project on your own with confidence grounded in knowledge and a thoughtful process. Well, coach, it's easy for you to say, right? Hey now, hey now, we all started somewhere. I didn't wake up one day and suddenly I was an experienced landscape designer and contractor. Hell no. Yes, I had years of training and practical application in a chosen career. It gave me this knowledge, but all was acquired the same way that I just listed above. Every job I've ever done involved answering those five W's and an H in some way, shape, or form. Nobody, and I mean nobody, should wake up on a Saturday morning and with a toothbrush in their mouth say, I'm gonna re-landscape the front yard today. Grab his one and only shovel and saw and walk out the front door and start having at it. But you know something? Sadly, it happens all the time all the time I've seen over the past two and a half decades. The old adage of, it's just dirt, it's just grass, it's just plants, and I'm going to make everything look better starting today, damn it, starting today. I'm tired of so-and-so nagging me about what the neighbors think of my yard. And so here we go, once and for all, I'm gonna fix it starting today. No more nagging. I'll have more time with the kids at the game, or I can work on my car, or I can take the boat out, or my girls at the yoga salon, or my buddies on the golf course. And with that thought process, off they go. Well, if I could get those folks to pump the brakes and just sit down and maybe listen to this or watch the channel this week, here's what I will suggest. Start with what I just mentioned in the five W's and H. Beyond anything, that takes you less than 30 minutes sitting down in front of the tube right before you go to bed. You can answer those five W's and an H without any problem. If you just think just a little bit, just think about those things. So now, once those five W's and H are satisfied, let's move into a couple other phases. Now we move on to what I will break down into about five or six different little parts. Now we move to communication, budgeting, planning, sketching, sourcing, scheduling, and finally, after it's all ready to go, execution or implementation. If you can break break this bigger project down into these little bite-sized pieces where once you're ready to go, you've got all this knowledge and all this planning right in front of you, either on paper or in your head, you are empowered to move forward. Now, if you are a homeowner who is single, you can follow these same steps and not have to consider others' ideas unless you want to. You are literally a homeowner and the captain of your own ship and you can do as you please. However, ladies and gentlemen, many of us have partners. Shall we call them co-captains? And some good communication will go miles and miles towards a successful outcome and project result. Oh my God, I cannot tell you how much I wanna stress this. If this is just your idea and your significant other is not on board, holy cow, watch the hell out. So congruency and some cases compromise is absolutely key here. I'll share a quick landscape story with you. I'm not gonna drag this one out very much. 
down and dirty, okay? I am hired many years ago to design a backyard. I am hired and I present my design to them at the kitchen table as I've done so many hundreds of times before. Husband and wife are congruent on all facets of the design except one thing. That one thing, ladies and gentlemen, while I'm sitting there at the table, results in a massive, huge husband and wife argument to the point where they are so loud that I flee to my truck and the police are called by neighbors. All this going on over what you ask? <laughs> a near divorce took place because probably there was a lot more other things <laughs> that come to bear on this marriage, but the color and finish of the backyard cement patio and walkways. A near divorce took place until things settled down and consensus was reached between the two of them and we moved forward with the project after about a two week hiatus. But seriously, really? The color of cement brought you to this? Communication, very, very important. Now we move into the planning and budgeting phase. If you don't have these two elements dialed in, then the other parts of this project just get lost or not even finished or started. Many folks, and you'll probably agree with me on this, many folks have a champagne taste on a beer income. That was what my, uh, my dad used to say, especially when I was a teenager. You got champagne taste on a beer income. So uh, he wants a $50,000 landscape yard because the Jones down the street had the Taj Mahal installed and she reminds him we only have about $5,000 honey and maybe a HELOC a home equity line of credit and cannot afford that much debt right now honey with the baby due in six months. Does any of this sound familiar? You may find your budget surrounds the sourcing uh, of materials as part of the project as well. Sourcing is coming up next. Now let's start sourcing the things you will need to accomplish this project. Decide now on what you're going to do yourself and maybe, maybe what others will do. In my professional career, I found what my strengths and weaknesses were early on and stuck with the ones that I were strong with and I delegated the others. Like for instance, I do not like doing large concrete projects. I don't mind forming them up, but I don't like and never really got the concrete finishing bug on a large scale. I used to do a lot of uh, hot tub pads and that kind of stuff, and I formed up patios, but I, I usually subcontracted the, the pour and finish out to others who were really good at it, which reflected better on me. So planning around a realistic budget is absolutely paramount. Secure the funds first, and the project should revolve around it and not the other way around. I don't think anybody should be eating pork and beans for years in order to afford a new landscaped yard. Now that we establish a budget that is reasonable, we can move into ideas and sketching. No, you don't have to be a landscape designer or a landscape architect in order to accomplish this. You should understand the simple principle of scale though, as it refers to measurement. With a few simple little design tools, like a pencil, an engineer scale ruler, and a landscape template, you can sketch out your project on paper and have it committed to your mind's eye what you want to accomplish. It literally starts to come alive right before your eyes. Now, with all that, we bounce back to communication. Your sketch is done. Hopefully you've done it together. Now, is everybody on board? <laughs> Perfect. 
let's move on. So the next thing we think about is a little bit of implementation. Can you do the demolition? Can you do the planting and maybe the drainage work or maybe the lighting? Or maybe you'll need help with the irrigation and the concrete. Whatever it is, know your abilities on a realistic level. Or better yet, expand them by watching me here or reading up or listening to podcasts or whatever you want to do. Expand your knowledge and you'll find that you won't have to bring those outside people in. And don't enter into a phase of the project with a, uh, I think I can do it mentality only to result in something less than what you want quality wise. I've seen it. I've had to go in and rescue some folks who it was one of their weaknesses that we're trying to get past and they just couldn't get past it and they didn't know where to turn. Another suggestion is garner help from family and friends or someone you know out there in your circle of influence that has mad skills in construction and landscaping that can help out maybe for burgers and a beer one afternoon. Garnering the necessary tools often results in borrowing, renting and purchasing. A run to the local rental yard will show you the power equipment and the associated costs involved. Make sure you write those costs down somewhere as part of your budgeting. Taking your sketch to a local nursery and having a knowledgeable staff member make suggestions on plants if you haven't decided yourself already. And in that case, maybe just professional validation on your choices might go a long way to building confidence in the research you did on the plant material. Dropping by the landscape supply yard where bulk materials are sold can educate you on selections for soil amendments, top dressings, gravels, maybe U-Haul concrete and the trailers that go with them, write those costs down. How about drainage supplies and irrigation? They can be obtained at box stores like Lowe's and Home Depot or specialty stores around the country that specialize in just landscape specific supplies. Call a local concrete supplier. They can give you quotes on the cost per yard uh, delivered of concrete right over the phone. You don't even have to leave the bulk materials yard while you're on the phone with the concrete guy. After gathering this road trip info, you can return home and compare costs of what you gathered. And then you can ask yourself, with all that knowledge now, am I still on budget? And you may have to adjust where appropriate. Scheduling is next. A launch date of the project is an important time to consider. What time of year? How does your work schedule line up with time off? vacations you might have planned, school for the kids, availability of pros coming to help. You know, they got a schedule too and all has to be coalesced. And just as important, the availability of the plant stock that you have selected for your landscape project. It's not always available in January, but it's always available in May. Allow enough time to start and more importantly, complete the project, people. Complete it. The old phases method that I heard for years from folks basically means you don't have the means or the time or the resources to do it all at once. And in the end, it is left half finished or comes away with kind of a broken, disjointed look. It looks exactly like a weekend warrior attacked it. This is where dedication and commitment come into play. It will be hard times, but if you have prepared for that mentally, emotionally, and financially, you'll be that much better off. To persevere through is a sign of a strong and knowledgeable person who has taken the time to plan, to budget, to prepare, and execute this project. Take a look at a couple of uh, three series videos that I did on this exact part of the topic where perseverance and commitment and dedication and inspiration come to pair. Once you start your project, please do not stop. 
please, whether you do it every weekend for three or four months or jam on it with two weeks off straight on a vacation, do not stop until it's done. Do not stop that momentum once you get going. It's extremely important. When I was in the business, I saw a lot of guys, some who had companies bigger than mine, but they would do all kinds of these start a project here and then jump off it at noon and continue a project over there. And then they would go over here and consult with a person over there. And then next week they were back to finish the demolition. And sometimes there was a lot of things that got lost. So stay focused, stay focused and stay on task. Choose a time of year based on your local environment. Do you have like, uh, like I did in the Central Valley of Northern California, do you have a time of year that just has scorching freaking summers in the high 90s and 100s with little to no rain so the ground is as hard as a rock, but your later springs and falls are much cooler and easier to work outside without you dropping dead from heat stroke or pulling muscles when you're not used to such manual labor. And like I said before, garner help wherever possible you know, to assist. Feeding and watering friends and family will sure be a small price to pay to make lighter and easier work of the day in like demolition or planting. The old adage, many hands make lighter work, so to speak. And besides, you know, people empower people, especially when it's family and friends. So we keep each other going towards the finish line so much easier. Just because one person's sweating, we're all sweating, but we're going to get through it type of mentality. So, hey, to review, let's take a look at what we covered here today. We talked about the five W's and an H. So important to apply to a landscaping project. The five W's and H are so important to get that gorilla, that mental gorilla off your shoulders and start down the path of success. Then we talked about communication and how it applies to those within the home. Planning and budgeting, so very important. We do some research and we take a look at things online for ideas, etc. We commit it down to a sketch that we've learned how to do with a simple design tools that you can find at a Staples or Amazon. And we go out and we source a lot of these parts and pieces that we're gonna need for the project. And finally, we execute and implement all the way, one time, one shot, get it done. It's the cheapest way to do it rather than phasing things in over two years. I guarantee you that. Hey, if you would like maybe just a little freebie for you, I would like to offer you a step-by-step -step planning guide for yourself. Check it out at the bottom of the podcast here or over on the channel. Uh, we have a 15-step landscape DIY guide or checklist that we're giving away. And to finish it off, hey, in March of this year, I am opening up to the general public an ebook that I have written and also an online digital course regarding DIY landscaping. The book is going to be called uh, Yard Coach Presents Landscaping Simplified, and the online course will be Homescape 1.0. Available hopefully in March. That's the deadline we are setting for ourselves. Hey, keep in mind, knowledge is an empowering and big reality to motivate a person to do it themselves. You got this, guys, and with a little preparation, you can execute this yourself and save at least 50% of what a contracted professional job would be. Well, ladies and gents, until next week, thanks for sticking with me till the end. Don't forget to check out uh, my plant of the week over on YouTube and uh, take a look at some of the other videos that are right down the alley of what we covered here today. Some other little topics that go along with landscape projects. Until then, I'll see you next Friday. You guys take care and goodbye for now.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Yard Coach. Check out the original videos on YouTube at Yard Coach or email Coach Matt at youryardcoach at gmail.com. And hey, did you get your free 15-step landscaping project checklist? Check out the podcast description below for the link to your free PDF as well as the YouTube channel for more great information for the DIYer in you. See you next week.